from the UBO Business Services Studios. You're listening to KTXX FM and HD1 BK, KTAE AM Elgin, K270CO Round Rock. Guests on the horn appear courtesy of the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. Vaqueros now delivers and offers curbside pickup. For info on placing your lunch or dinner order, visit vaqueroscafe.com. Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the rising wind, we're going up around the bend. with you. All right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. There we go. Yeah. Welcome. It's the Outdoors Show live on the broadcast. Yeah. Just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home every Sunday morning live, 7 to 9, or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm TJ Graney. That's Cody Ryan. Good morning, America. That's beefsteak. Oh, yeah. House. I'm loud. And Don't say loud and road, proud, Cody. Road Rash is out. He's in. Uh, where net, did he go? Seattle? Tommy Com- Land. Portland. Portland. Tommy Land. Tommy Land. Port, yeah, he went, he went to Portland. But Steven's in the house. We got a ranch though. I thought it was in. Haven. Haven Medino. Yes, even <laughs> Medrano or whatever it says there. Mean Mad Moderno. Uh, Moderno. You know, it so- sounds like a MMA name, doesn't it? And no, David Moderno. Named after a Mexican beer, I think. Uh, no, anyway, it sounds he- like it sounds like either a fine cigar or a COVID nineteen shot. One of the two. I don't know. <laughs> Cody, you'd like it. The bunkhouse is 81 Smoke. degrees right now. I just looked oh, over. Oh, my Lord. Oh, yeah. That it's, was not that. Right. it's perfect. I might have to start shedding 
If my shirt, this new American flag shirt comes off, watch out. Yeah, that's well, that's uh, that's awkward. Just threw up a little bit in my mouth, but it'll be okay. Uh, <laughs> TJ, how are you doing, man? Out at the ranch, kids, outdoor zone, extreme hunt camp, man. You man, finished up yesterday, right? Any day at the ranch is a good day in my book. So it's it's man, uh, we're 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 working through the heat, and uh, I was hoping that being out at the ranch these two weeks the uh weather would not be quite as hot you know trying to catch that <laughs> instead of july of thing there yeah. where it's not quite as hot and uh but man that did not work out that way how'd your we guy had a couple of days where it was like not quite a hundred but i mean we come out here we, we come out to the ranch or if you're if you're in texas right now if you don't appreciate the hotness if you can't do the hotness you probably ought to be thinking about San Diego or something. My trick is just Which don't. We had we had a guy here all week with us from San Diego. One oh, of our yeah. other buddies came out from San Diego. And I said, so what temperature is it there in San Diego right now? And he said, oh, it's like 76 or something <laughs> like that. So why are you here? What is the purpose of you being here? And, my, and then I, got, I talked to some guys in Canada. You know, mm-hmm. we got some some buddies oh, in some real hosers up there eh? and they told me this week it was going to be a hundred and a hundred plus fahrenheit of course they go by celsius um but they said oh it, we're having some kind of heat wave so global warming is in full bloom there in canada that's what they get for well, bringing in all those it picks where it goes you know global warming i'm telling you you start you know letting that stuff in it's like anything else you let it in and it (laughs) starts to take over and so they're up there dealing with that and i just thought it was you know all i can think about right now after being out here a week and and looking at the week ahead that i'm going to be out here thinking man i need to go get to elevation I need to get to about nine thousand. Are you going to go somewhere. do that? Are you are you doing that, or are you going to go visit what the stork brought you this week? Oh man, I saw the stork the stork baby yesterday. Beautiful, yeah, new baby. For those that don't know, obviously, In a the world house. does not know. We got a new. Uh, I've got, I've got a new niece. A my first niece ever. And she is, um, you know, pretty much my legacy uh, niece. I mean, she's she was she was named after Nolan Ryan. <laughs> that's not funny. That's not <laughs> that's not nice. No, but she has a middle name. Her middle name is Ryan, and you know, I go on the show by Cody Ryan. So it was. It was pretty. Uh, I heard it was Nolan Ryan. Do you know what I, kind of honor that is? It's a huge honor, but I wasn't sure. You know, my little sister. I wasn't sure that it had anything to do with Cody Ryan, and so I didn't kind of go there at first, uh, because I just thought that you know I don't want to. Maybe it just sounded right, or it's like the number three name to use as a middle name right now or whatever, you know, some hip thing going on or whatever. I don't know. Or maybe it's her best friend's middle name or something. I didn't, 
But, of course, I was going to make sure that for the rest of the child's life that the the child knew it was me, regardless of Call that kid Ryan? Yeah, Rye Rye. I already started. (laughs) So you know she's going to be a uh, professional barrel racer with the first name of Huxley. She's got to be in the rodeo. Yeah, Huxley Ryan. Next in the shoot, Huxley Ryan. Yeah. World champion barrel racer. I gotta be. With those two, there's gonna be something yeah. like that, right, TJ? I'll have to I'll have to step in like Britney Spears' dad and manage all her money. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's funny. Yeah, yeah he's in a little bit right. of trouble. Yep. Grandpa, take care of that. Just pass that check over here. You're good. Man, you're back fine. Look, you just got it. You just got to gently use new single wide. You just, you're living fine. You don't appreciate what you're living in yet. And I don't like you parking on the mansion grass with that. With that good, good. F-150 pickup truck. New lightning. I heard they're coming out the new, you know, this is really. New lightning. Yeah, the uh, new lightning Ford pickup truck. Did you see the new Bronco? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got a buddy that has one on order. But I didn't think they were that cool, man. They look like the old little that little Bronco they made, just the TV commercials. I mean, they put yes. some hot chicks in it and some dudes with muscles, but it didn't make me think it was that cool. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna get. To, I'm gonna have to see it. I'm gonna get mine signed by OJ. If I get the new one. You gonna yeah? Getting a I'm white sure. one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You got a buddy that ordered one? You know, I used to have yeah, that exact only, one. Oh. Yeah, I was it's only a hundred bucks to order one. You go to the dealership and you put a hundred bucks, something like that. I don't know. But the new Ford Lightning is gonna be all electric and we were talking about this thing. What's the point, number one? Because you can't haul anything with an electric vehicle. For any distance, for 30, you can do for you have thirty-five mile range. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you and can you could put you in the get back to McCoys, but you got to wait eight hours after you. No, get there to... man, you do like they do in in South uh, uh, California. They have charging stations that are diesel generators, right? With chain, or with you chain just carry your own generator. That's what I'm thinking. You put your diesel generator in the back of your Bronco, you know, and, and then you, you just, just have a continual those aren't electric are they no you're talking about i meant the lightning is what i meant yeah okay okay but you know the new giga plant down here is supposed to be doing the uh that cyber truck you know by tesla yeah but here's the deal that lightning deal going back i was just trying to get this out because it's a childhood wound of mine that i had a model truck that i built you know (laughs) back in the day we used to build models of airplanes and stuff. Well, I had a truck. Yeah, the glue. It yes. was all about the glue. Yeah, you got to have the right glue. <laughs> yeah, we sat in front of those models with that model glue out. That wasn't good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go and, ahead, uh, Cody Ryan. But I built a a Ford Lightning pickup F-150. And now it's, and I thought it was the coolest thing. Well, now they're making them electric, and it's just makes that childhood model truck that you probably threw away. What made move. it a lightning? Because it had oh. a lightning bolt down the side or what? Yeah, it's just a version like the Texas edition or something like that. 
Mm. Yeah, but uh, son, let me tell you right now. Don't That's be a wound. That wound off on oh, me. Oh no! I didn't do anything with that pickup truck. I carry. I lugged your crap around after you left for years. It's in a box somewhere in the back. Oh, it's right That's here. Great. It's right here next to my desk. That my daughter, you brought a box over of like 1991 trophies from baseball and stuff. And I have it sitting right here next to my desk. And my daughter comes in and she goes shopping. She carries a shopping basket <laughs> and she digs through the box and picks out a couple items and then leaves and goes oh, and puts it in her cabinet. So <laughs> it's hilarious. Man, y'all taught her well. Yeah, just go to yeah, good, like, go Goodwill. That's all you need, right? She'll dig something out of there. I'm like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me have that back. No, you can't have that. That's not for sale. <laughs> That's my 1991 Lightning model. Yeah. No, I did find some. That means everything to look, me. Uncirculated coins. Oh my god. You have uncirculated coins. Everybody had those back in the day. Oh. Yeah. I took them out the... and touched them and put them back, Cody. So. <laughs> just let me Un- tell you. Unopened Don't United ever... States. Don't touch my drums. It's the only Nin- rule. <laughs> 1996 unopened Olympic coin and pin of the Atlantic Atlanta Centennial Olympic games. That's big time, dude. That's my retirement right there sitting in a package. You you could, uh, you could combo that with that, uh, movie about the bomb that blew up there and, uh, put that on eBay and sell it. It's 92% copper and 8% nickel. Yeah, and how much silver is it? And <laughs> you, you've tuned into no, the Green Sheet Show, and we're going over the, the best of the Green Sheets. 100% silver color coin. Here's a 1979 Susan B. Anthony uncirculated mint condition dollars. Three of them. You know, three dollars worth. You know, even though you we, have it. we could see each other, but this is radio. Just to, mm, you know... People can't Does it not see sound what good you're to talk about coins. Right. Welcome to the coin show. <laughs> where we're going to talk all coins all day. Oh no. My favorite no. coin is the Indian head nickel. <laughs> oh, what a classic. Yes. Yeah. They're hard to find though. Only the ones that are smeared off and you can barely see the date, but man that buffalo stands proud on that nickel. Hey, the I'll best thing my we... favorite's the old wheat penny. Oh, that's a good one, Cody. We live by the train tracks, and we did put <laughs> we did put some pennies on the train tracks well, and ran over them. By the train tracks, you and, know that there's people listening that are going, "Oh hey, my gosh!" Now that would be awesome. You know, you're gonna you're gonna tell everybody about McBride, but do people know that they have a coin shop there? And and those Indian nickels, I go, I actually collect Indian nickels, and I get them from McBride. There you go. With what way society is pounding on our rhinestone guns, it's imperative we support our local gun shops and the ones we trust with our constitutional rights. Yeah, it's McBride's Guns. Austin family owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer and coin dealer. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them 512-472-3532 or check them out online, McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, they're our hometown gun shop. 
All right, folks, when we come back on the flip side, the Outdoor Zone is going to talk a little bit of fishing with our in-house professional angler, Cody Ryan. And if you'll let me, I'll squeeze in a little bit about Dwayne the Rock Johnson and his big old bass. Be right back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to T.J., Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, we're bringing it to you live every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, or 24 7, 365 on your favorite podcast, all podcast platforms. Hey, Nile Maxwell Supercenter with school out, warm weather here. Put on a spot, put a spotlight on the summer in a new Ram because nothing beats driving around in a new Ram during Nile Maxwell's Ram Spotlight Sales event at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. From crew cabs, quad cabs, lone stars to heavy duties. It doesn't matter what kind of new Ram you want. We've got it in our incredible selection. We're ready for your summer vacation. And truckloads of new Rams are here with more on the way. So if you want a new Ram, they've got it. Grab your keys to summer and head to the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram sales leader in Central Texas. Now Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin, or visit us online. Now, Maxwell Supercenter.com. All right. And this week's fishing corner brought to you by our friends at Keystone <laughs> Bank, my uh, title sponsor this year as I travel the National Professional Fishing League uh, trail, the newest trail out, plus the Bassmaster Opens, and uh, heading to back to Lake Pickwick here in a couple of weeks for the next National Professional Fishing League. Uh, Keystone Bank boat will be heading northeast yet again, yet again. I've traveled some of these same roads, it seems like, these last, uh, I don't know, a couple months that um, I'm getting to know the route without having to look at my Google Maps as much. But uh, the biggest tournament, biggest bass tournament in history ended last week after the show, Um uh, at the Bassmaster Classic, and Hank <clears throat> Cherry wins yet again, Dude. yet again, and uh, the guy won two years in a row. Yeah, it is unbelievable. There's a couple people that have done it. Of course, Ke- Kevin Van Dam was one of the originals. Where uh, is Van Dam, dude? He's at Major League Fishing. He won Major League Fishing a week ago uh, at their last event. He won the Major League Fishing event on Lake Chickamauga. Yeah, he's back. He's back. But that wasn't a championship. That was just so he can't fish. He can't fish the class. I get what. I now you got to qualify the, for the classic, and he's I guess not you, fishing Bassmaster. So, uh, but Hank Cherry wins back to back Bassmaster classics, and I mean it's just it's amazing. You can tell, you know, he was he's kind of always been kind of a kind of quiet, I guess. Um, not a real outspoken, but a very determined uh, angler has come really close in the past. A few years ago, 
lost the winning fish, had it on camera and everything, lost the winning fish the final day, did not win uh, the Bassmaster Classic. A couple years later, last year, he wins the Bassmaster Classic and then pulls it off again here in Texas this last week or on Sunday. And uh, it's just, you know, it's just an incredible feat. And uh, it's been neat watching the interviews and stuff. Matt Airy, a guy that came originally from the FLW series, was a staple on FLW, made a full-time living fishing FLW for years and years, came in second by uh, less than a pound, lost the winning fish. You know, it was was a cool afternoon uh, to see some movement on the leaderboard. And uh, a neat story either way that classic ended up, but Hank Cherry pulled it off in the final uh, final uh, round there and won by a pound or so uh, at Lake Ray Roberts there and outside of Dallas. Apparently huge crowds, um, like the second biggest classic attendance in history or something like that. Even with having to drive all the way over after they pulled out, they, had, they drove over to the... Yeah, the Fort Worth. Fort Worth, yeah. Yeah, over an hour drive to get there. With and, fish in the live well? Well, so kind of a neat deal they did. Uh, they did, they weigh them, weighed the fish all but, you know, if you had a big one, you would carry it to weigh in, but they weighed the fish at the ramp and then kept the, you know, confidential and uh, and then called their weights as they drove across the stage. Now, if they had a big one, of course, they would carry it in their live well. And uh, and then the final day, the the final day, the top 25 guys uh, did a live weigh-in just the final day there in the Coliseum. And with all that going on, carrying those fish back and forth, and uh, Texas Parks and Wildlife was there in full, um, and, and they had a 98% survival rate. So pretty good for a major that's event as good as that's as good as uh as you get when they're doing it right on the on the lake i mean yeah really yeah yeah it's a it, it you know you got you got people that uh complain about everything but yes eh, it's fantastic you're right you said people complain about everything so yeah yeah that's what it boils down to uh i do have to bring up the major league fishing event going on right now at the St. Lawrence River in New York. I know it's kind of far from where we live, but a lot of our listeners, you know, or a lot of our podcast listeners for sure up in that area. And I'll tell you what, these guys catching smallmouth, smallmouth bass on day one of the event, the uh, leader uh, from the group A day one had 165 pounds, a new record uh, 40, that's between 47 fish. So they weigh every fish over, I think they have a, like a two pound minimum, uh, at this event and 165 pounds caught 47 fish. And to be in the top 10, top nine guys had over a hundred pounds. 10th place was Jonathan Van Dam, the nephew of Kevin Van Dam with 94 pounds so, and these smallmouth aren't your normal smallmouth. You look at the largest fish category for each one of these guys, six pounds, six ounces, five pounds, one ounce, five pounds, 13 ounces. Smallmouth. 
Oh my gosh. I've, I, I couldn't even imagine. I don't have a small mouth that big. I've got my biggest small mouth is, I don't know, three and a half pounds probably. And Golly. well, those are, those are really small mouth fisheries though. I mean, it's yeah, absolutely. Created absolutely. to grow them huge. We, we're not really small mouth fisheries around here. We got some lakes with small mouth, right? But it ain't nothing like. No. And I've been to some, some places that are, you know, have, have big small mouth and I've just not even pickwick here that I'm going to in a couple of weeks. Sometimes the small mouth play the time of year we're going for the NPFL. They may not be such a player. They get harder to catch. Apparently this is just for my research. I have no idea, but, uh, but they'll they'll get up to you know five pounds five plus pounds and uh so i i just still couldn't imagine catching one that big i mean they fight the two and a half three pounders i catch have caught are they are those are those guys uh with the um are they are they only smallmouth? Is that all they're catching there? Is that what yeah? I believe the majority of these guys, all they're catching there is smallmouth. Uh, day two, the weights went down, and leading day two was only thirty-one fish for ninety-nine pounds. I got. So, I just, but the I just weather, got a tech. The weather played a part a, in that, right, Cody? Wasn't there some? Yeah, I'm nasty sure there's some weather differences. Yeah, cold front I think moved yeah. in. Yeah. And it was raining, and man, it was mucky ucky. Oh, yeah. that's the best! Hey, I got a text from one of our listeners, Dan Cook, in West Virginia, and he said that he did a float trip down the Gauley River in West Virginia. I guess that's how you say it, Gauley, G-A-U-L-E-Y. Oh, Gauley, the <laughs> Gauley River in West Virginia. They caught eighty smallmouth on that flo- on a float trip down the river. Yeah. There's there's some incredible. You know, we do have. It seems like maybe it's up north. Cooler water is a, is a better. Cooler water for sure is a big player uh, as far as growing big smallmouth. Um, I mean, but we do have an amazing uh, smallmouth fishery in Texas. Now you can catch smallmouth in certain lakes around Texas, but the Devil's River float trip, where you float the Devil's River. Uh, that leads into Lake Amstead and Amistad in Del Rio, Texas. That stays cool, and the float trip itself is a lot of what you're catching are, are big smallmouth, apparently. So that's like a three-day trip where you live on islands as you float, and uh, it goes Dude. down the Devil's River. It's a cool trip. It's something I want to do. Probably not until we lock the borders back down, but um, you know, definitely something, a trip that you'd want to do. I, I think it's definitely like on my it. list. I wouldn't worry about the borders being locked down. That'd be just wave. It'd be like an audience on both sides of the river as you float <laughs> down the middle. Hey! Yeah, but they may mess up the fishing. They may mess up the fishing, you know. So, uh, all the crossing and waves and you gotta stop and wait for people to pass all that so i i put a call in last night (laughs) i put a call in last night to captain cook or uh captain um uh, gordon taylor and uh, find out what's going on on the coast because my understanding is 
the uh, the uh, coast is absolutely packed with uh, folks just filling up the beaches and everything going on down on the coast. I hear it's just swamped with, and I was wondering what it was like that down there for fishing because they were talking about how the uh, how Parks and Wildlife was trying to limit what how many fish people bring in, you know, right? Like less fish. I think they even changed the regulations to three trout instead of five or whatever. Now I think that was just a uh, temporary order. No, I believe in, uh, I don't Corpus believe Christi they put Bay. any order in place. I Only think it was just in Corpus Christi fun. Bay, it's not. But any, yeah, I think it was not that, just for fun. I, I think it was just the guides themselves that were trying to do that amongst themselves, or Baffin Bay, or something. But I where you're not was, limited, uh, there were some reasons. Is where you go shoot archery, right, TJ? Archery country, avid bow hunters. Where whether you're an avid bow hunter chasing elk, whitetail, bear, game around the world. Archery Country is the place to get all your gear. The staff and owners of Archery Country are not just part-time shooters. They're avid bow hunters and 3D shooters that hunt and compete. If you're looking for something for your kids, folks at Archery Country know all the tournaments and school programs. They can coach kids and hold classes regularly. Find all the gear, targets, and arrows and accessories you need on site and available for professional installation every day. It's Archery Country, 8121 Research Boulevard, AustinArcheryCountry.com, AustinArcheryCountry.com for more. All right, coming up next, News of the Weird. You get it only one place. It is the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You're listening to it live right here. Catch us 24-7, 365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. I'm Everstar Pro Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun, fixed me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in my pickup, right. gave it the gas. I'm this going is your out deer to catch shooting, flounder, gigging, dove, blasting, hog, dog, and bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, adrenaline junkie Outdoor Zone radio show broadcast to you live. From the bunk house. That's right. That's right. And it's brought to you by uh, our friends. This segment brought to you by Sun Auto. Yes. Everybody at Sun Automotive at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It could be hard to find a mechanic you trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service. Family owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, Sun Automotive are the guys you need to go see. They got stores all around Central Texas, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway, 1206 Ranch Road 620. Follow them on Facebook and online at sunautoservice.com, sunautoservice.com. Dot com. Sorry, we literally talked about how we were going to do that last night, and that was my fault. But it is time for your news Dude, of the weird. weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. 
a zuger, a zugoer. Zuger. <laughs> what wow. was that? I'm trying to read here. Will you back up? Oh, my. A zugoer. I didn't know that was a word. <laughs> it's all in one. That's one word. A zugoer has been fired from her job at a law firm after being filmed climbing into a spider monkey enclosure and trying to feed the animals flaming hot Cheetos. Oh, no. Uh, Did you see that video the picture? So, and so this they chick, put like hot sauce on them, and no, it's the flaming hot Cheetos. They're the good ones. I know, but uh, she put cheese, especially on it. The, the lime flaming hot. But she's in El pa- in the El Paso Zoo. She uh, and it's not like some body that came across the border. It's some chick that. Well, they don't come across the border in El Paso. Yeah, they do. No, that's where our vice president went. So that oh, so it shut down. That, that, oh, that has yeah, solved the problem. Yes. Uh, anyway, uh, so this chick sneaks uh, through the fence over the wall and gets in there with the spider monkeys. And there's video of her. Obviously, uh, people film everything, and uh, so she's sitting underneath the waterfall feeding the spider monkeys uh, <laughs> flaming hot Cheetos. And so then, then the video gets out and she gets busted, which man, you know, people watch videos and get busted because they post stuff all the time. Um, and, but it just shows her just kind of, you know, lollygagging through there, just laughing, thinking she's all cute and all that. And, uh, but the, you know, you, you look at some, and so it had me thinking about some of the other stories we've done on the show over the last few years, like, that big uh, silver gorilla, that little boy fell into the gorilla pen and that silver gorilla was like protecting it and they couldn't figure out what to do. It was dragging it around, dragging the little kid around and they ended up having to snipe, kill the gorilla. Remember we did that. Yeah, we did that segment where we uh, found out what they use and how they use it. And they've got a seven minute, kind of like SWAT team, a seven minute response time. Yeah, and they couldn't get the little kid out, so they killed him. And then if you go online, there's some videos. The gorilla. Not yeah, the not the kid. Yeah, yeah. I want to clarify that just for yes. the youth. Yeah, they had the to listener. kill this, you know, very old, prestigious, uh, silverback gorilla. and uh, But they had this other – so I started thinking about the different uh, videos that are out there from um, – you know, where people have had it and a lot of them are, it's either people go purposely climb into a lion's cage and get mauled or a little kid will wander off and get into, there's some one where a little kid wanders off into an elephant's, uh, you know, thing. And the dad tries to, or, or does rescue him, but the elephant's like within a fraction of a second of stomping the dad and the kid and, it's all on video. Did you see it's that? Did you see it's that we real. had the uh, the first goring of 2021 in Yellowstone by a bison? Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I, thought, I thought, huh? How many do they have a year? And apparently, they have a handful every year. Oh, it's someone real from gored. what? A bison with the little horns. You know, they got the little horns coming yeah. out. 
and uh, they get too close get and out and they try and get their try and do their do a photo or something or they get close or they you know like oh there's a baby bear i'm gonna go there and- we're talking <laughs> we're talking bison right now so the bison yes cody me and Yellowstone you will, is classic me and you will have a conversation then about that so just kidding tj so what what they just get uh gored just like bulls you know those bison have horns and they don't like you being that close when you're trying to take a selfie and yeah that doesn't i don't i don't don't, like that at all you don't think that bison gore zoo animals they're somehow figuring out that zoo animals are getting covid well that's where it all came from anyways was you know that whole virus is a is a Wuhan. Right, spider monkeys probably <laughs> over there. No, but, but the idea is that it lions was, and tigers are getting COVID. Right, but it was only a disease for animals, and it couldn't be transferred to humans until they effed with it in the lab over in Wuhan and made it where it was wow, had a receptor where it had a receptor then that could latch on to human genes or human cells. Then it became a problem for us when it got out. So and I, I so I don't doubt legal COVID, legally we're not scientists nor are we oh dear, lawyers here on, on the outdoor know, zone. You know all that. But, but uh, we're but a bunch the, of opinionated guys <laughs> sitting around an old shack and you're gonna hear whatever we want to talk about. But the point the point is it. is that it is an animal disease. Hmm. So I didn't wouldn't doubt that they get it. Interesting. Let's go Thank back to sharing. let's go back and, to talking yes. about money and and uh you know, you wanna do when the was the last time you were at the zoo, Cody? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't I don't go to a whole lot of zoos. I I have been to some drive-through uh, parks with the with the daughter. That uh, is kind of the new thing now. The drive-through animal parks; those are where you get to feed the little deer. And I'll tell you what uh, is going on: the twenty twenty one U.S. Olympics is going to happen. I guess apparently in Tokyo, kind of, and. We've officially got the 2021 U.S. Olympic shooting team roster available now. And, Have y'all looked at this? And they're from the great state of Texas. The majority of the shooters coming in from the Lone Star State. I don't know about that. We've nah, got that up. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know that we have any from Texas, actually. Uh, on the rifle, we've got uh, Lucas from Colorado. Oh, Lucas is uh, he's shooting for us? Yeah, Lucas, old Luke. Uh, California, Montana, Colorado, Montana, Cal- Minnesota, Florida, California, Montana, gonna get pulled. Missouri, pulled. Nevada, uh, Alabama. Oh, there's one from Texas. We got him on the shotgun. Vincent Hancock from Texas, this two-time Olympic gold medalist. Needs an in, needs no introduction. Two-time Olympic gold medalist. Caldwell, Texas. That's just down the road for me. Philip. Hey. Philip uh, Jungman making his Olympic skeet shooting debut in Tokyo. Uh, we got uh, Austin uh, Austin Smith 
out of Texas. Top uh, skeet shooter, Austin Smith. You know, if you were family members, you couldn't go. They aren't, they're restricting people from uh, heading over there from the United States. Only family members or what? Yeah. Are, well, are no. allowed to go or not allowed not, to go? Not allowed to go. Well, that doesn't make any sense. There was that, what does that no, mean? They aren't yeah. allowing them to travel over there and watch the Olympics with them or, or be part of it. They're only... Uh, Boy, they're, that's terrible. Just imagine all the money they've got in hundreds of bazillions of dollars invested in building stadiums and all the stuff they do and then to say, oh, yeah, most of you people can't come over here. I don't know. There's a lot of people in Tokyo, right? Yeah, not a big, not a big fan of Tokyo, uh, you know. But we'll, I, we'll see how this ends up. But I thought it was weird. I mean, that you know, the Shooting Sports Foundation, uh, Shooting Sports USA sport. oh. is, uh, you know, I, I just think it's weird. It's going to be weird to have shooting games in Tokyo. Right, I shotgunning talk, in Tokyo. Had, we had a group of boys out here at the ranch this week, and we did skeet shooting. We did our rifle shooting. We did all that stuff, and we talked about the opportunities of making your way through college and how shooting sports can play a part in that. All right, Austin. Making your yes, thank Austin's you. Austin's hottest new restaurant, Shore Raw Barn Grill, our amazing friends at Shore, serving up regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. Go see our buddies over there. That pet-friendly patio is great. The live music—you got to go to their website, shoreatx.com, and look at the music lineup. It's incredible. And if you get on their Facebook, it'll make you hungry every time they post. Incredible food, fresh seafood flown in fresh every day, every week. Our buddies Rick Wahlberg and Jim Snyder invite you to join them at Shore Raw Bar and Grill, located at Highway 71 West, Covered Bridge, just west of the Wine Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Bar and Grill, shoreatx.com for all the information, shoreatx.com. Shore Raw Bar and Grill, go get you some. Game Warden Field Notes coming up next. You get it only one place. It is the Outdoor Zone. Find us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Your yes. summer starts now at Nile Maxwell GMC, so before you head down the to the beach or just get out and get away your professional grade gmc is waiting for you at now maxwell gmc with more best in class features and savings on every new gmc in stock on your new gmc don't wait until your ac goes out and that texas summer hit savings are going up so you can cool down on your new gmc Go see our friends at Nile Maxwell GMC, exit 256 in Round Rock. You can check out all of their stuff online, nilemaxwellgmc.com. We are professional grade. Say good morning to Hux this morning as we get ready to do our game warden field notes. 
Hux is listening in, our very, our newest listener. All right. Hey, it's time for Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. I thought this was really interesting. Texas game wardens and U.S. Fish and Wildlife agents inspected some antique resale stores. The locations had alligator skulls, black bear mounts, waterfowl mounts, raptor mounts, and migratory bird mounts for sale. During the inspection of one store, an individual entered with a pet possum. (laughs) In order to possess, sell, or purchase, you need to have a fur bearer's license, a valid fur bearing propagation permit. Possum, the possum was confiscated and reloaded, relocated to a licensed rehabilitator. Citations were issued and cases are pending. Wait, where are the, what, what is, I don't understand. To be able to carry a possum around? You can't you have wildlife. You can't, you can, carry, you can't have you go wildlife. Get, Right. When you go get your uh when you go get your license, <clears throat> I think it's an option that you can get a fur bearers. Um there's some different license that you can get. I understand I, that, but I mean I, what who's in trouble? The person selling the mounts at the antique resale shop or the person carrying the possum around? I possum. just thought it was weird that, you know, somebody walks into a store with a possum. Well, I get that. That is weird, but I'm trying to figure out who's in trouble. Who's at the fault girl, here? They ripped, I know a bunch they, of. They I'm out here up. by, I'm out here by, uh, Round Top, and there's antique. I mean, this is antique shopping capital of the world, and I'll tell you, there are mounts and skulls and pelts and all kinds of stuff. Every store bear around here. Claws. I bear claws. I believe stuff? the story was about a live possum. You can't carry around a live possum. And but I believe, you can sell your mount. Oops. I think, Cody, you're going to have to get rid of little foofy. <laughs> T- TJ, pet. do you remember when we went out to that um, that outdoor show, the Hoff Power Outdoor Show, and there was yeah, a lady yep. with that baby fawn? That she had so, the deer? I don't remember that. Oh, my. It was over a week ago. Uh, yeah, it was like two years have, ago. It was so, two years I ago. I have a friend here. I have a friend here in uh, that the Texas Parks and Wildlife. He is a rehabilitator for deer fawns. He's got over twenty of them right now. And uh, so when somebody finds a, a deer fawn, instead of leaving it alone, so many people make the mistake of messing with it, and. Um, and he's a rehabilitator, so he gets the fawns, and he's got over twenty of them. Has to baby uh, milk, milk them, uh, not, not milk them. <laughs> he has to like feed them with the bottle. He has to go like this with little. Never mind. So the, uh, the what the mistake is that the mom leaves the fawn right where they're bedded down, and goes out and you know 
forages for food. And a lot of uh, homeowners or people walking around will take that as, all right, this little fawn has been left, which in reality is not true. Right, TJ? A Bexar County game warden was patrolling Calaveras Creek by boat because the banks are closed to the public when they saw a person trespassing, then hide in the mesquite brush. The warden called for backup, and two additional wardens and a canine officer arrived to assist. After an exhaustive search, they were trying, still trying to locate the subject. One of the wardens continued navigating their vessel farther down into the creek when they spotted someone walking on the other side. They ended up catching these guys, and they were throwing cast nets in the creek and catching uh, white trout, uh, white bass and catfish with the cast net bogus so time for hey farmranchstore.com farmranchstore.com there's no better way to ensure successful farm and ranch operation than to have safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come from handling equipment ranching equipment to fencing feeders and Rodeo Arenas, we're proud to offer you the top quality products available on the farm and ranch market today. If you've got a piece of dirt, you need to know our buddies at FarmRanchStore.com. FarmRanchStore.com, where the landowner goes to get the work done. All right, we've got a whole nother hour with a couple of your favorite segments, the Peter Report, Armed Citizens Report, all that more coming up. It is the Outdoor Zone, and we are live at the bunkhouse, but you can catch us 24-7, 365 at all of your favorite podcast outlets at theoutdoorzone.com.